I have a story. It's a famous tale, well, you know, in certain circles, and it's attributed to Magid Abdubno. He taught that there, there was once this famous archer, you know, the person with the bow and arrow, who entered a village and saw several targets on a wall. In the absolute center of each target was an arrow. The archer was amazed. He went around asking the villagers, who has accomplished this amazing feat? Who is an archer with an eye so sure? And the villagers just laughed at him. It was the village jester who did that. The archer had never heard of such a thing. Bring me this jester, for he is truly an amazing master. So they brought the jester to the incredible archer. And the archer bowed low and said, Great master, tell me, how are you able to shoot a bullseye each and every time? And the village jester replied with a grin, It was easy. First I shot the arrow, and then I drew the bullseye. It was perfect. Come on, guys, it's funny. <laughs> Much better. You know, the ancient Hasidic, you know, the medieval Hasidic rabbis weren't that funny, but they loved this one. Because that jester was quite a trickster. And that's kind of how we want to live our lives, right? We want to shoot our arrow and live our life and do what we're going to do, and then later on be able to say, we were perfect. The arrow and the target are important symbols for Yom Kippur. Life is like a huge dartboard, and we are each that archer, and our actions are the arrows. But we can't actually be with the village trick like the village trickster. We can't draw the dartboard on after we shoot our arrows. We can't say everything we do is perfect. Our arrows, our actions, they have consequences. We all want to be good. We almost always want to hit the bullseye. We want to be kind. We want to get 100 on our test. We want to make our parents proud. We want to make our kids proud. But we mess up literally all the time, every day even. It's really hard to hit a bullseye. It takes a lot of talent and a lot of practice. <coughs> Sometimes we aim for that middle. We line up our shot. We do our best. And we, we miss. We totally miss. We just can't do it. Sometimes we line up our shots. We truly don't try. And we go in the opposite direction. Impossible. And sometimes, 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 just once, we try and we really work on it. And we just fall short. Sometimes we're careless, and sometimes we just aren't yet ready to figure out how to get the bullseye perfectly. But let's be honest, none of us are perfect. We want to treat each other with respect. We want to do well. But sometimes we just quite don't know how to get that bullseye. But wanting to be awesome and actually being awesome 
are two very different things. You might hear that this holiday is for atoning our sin, for our sins. But sin is actually not quite the right word. In the Yom Kippur prayers, we use the Hebrew word from the Torah, chet. Chet. Turn on the slide. Yes. Thank you. That's the Hebrew word. Nice and big for us all. It means to miss the mark. It means to take aim at a target and to miss. This holiday of Yom Kippur was created by ancient people who understood that part of being human was missing that mark. And one of the most special things about target missing, mistake making, trouble causing, is that we are all in that boat together. <coughs> Later tonight and tomorrow, we say a prayer that starts, You might see people around you putting their hands like this to their heart. Some people make a fist. And some people keep their hands open, a little more gentle. We all have sinned before you, God. It's not I sinned. It's not I'm the only one who did this. But we recognize that all of us are in this together. The holiday is not about beating ourselves up for being terrible. It's about coming together, recognizing our wrong, and then trying to imagine a world where we are a little better, a little more kind. We're able to make decisions with a kind heart. So haters, we all know we're going to hate in this coming year. But the point is to try to be in our best selves. But how do we do it, right? It's like, Rabbi, you're standing up there telling me to be better. But how do I actually do it? So in Hebrew, we have another word, another word that helps us learn how to live a better life. And that word is Torah. The word Torah, this does not only mean the books you read in class or the stories you are told. And I know it's a stereotype for me to be up here and be like, whoa, I love the Torah. But I do. Because in the Torah, we have stories, not of perfect people, but of people who mess up. And from their mistakes, we can learn how to live our lives. The word Torah doesn't mean holy books. It means instructions or the teachings. And it comes from the Shoresh, the root of the word yud reish hey, which means to shoot or to throw. It means to take aim. When we learn how to read our Torah, when we learn from all those stories, when we talk together, we learn how to take aim, to shoot our arrows better, to try to find the bullseye. When we read the Torah, we read of people like Cain and Abel, brothers who could not get along. And we learn from them that we have to do a little better and maybe not murder each other. That's a good lesson, right? And when we study the, the stories about Moses, He's not a perfect leader. He doesn't just go out to that pharaoh and say, let my people go. I know what I'm doing. No, Moses is nervous. He's scared. He can't talk well. He, he can't do it. He needs to learn to rely on his brother and sister and his other, the other Israelites to help him do a good job. And the ancient Israelites, when they're wandering around the wilderness, they're given the Torah. God is literally talking to them. And yet they're constantly messing up. They're fetchers. They're always whining. I'm thirsty. I'm tired. I'm hungry. And they learn again and again that when they rely on each other and they rely on their religion, their God, their culture, their faith, they can be brave. And they can find the promised land together. So we surround ourselves with Torah not because all the answers are there, but because it helps us decide and learn how we can make better decisions. 
There's another word connected to this, Shoresh. This one, moreh umarah. It's a word we use for teacher. It comes from that same root, which means to point the arrow, to shoot, to try to make the mark. We are surrounded by teachers, actual teachers, like you go to school and there's a teacher and they say, hi, I'm your teacher. Or you come to temple and there's a rabbi or your religious school teacher. But there's all sorts of other teachers. Literally everyone can be a teacher in your life. And this goes for grown-ups, too. Your kids are teaching you, your spouse, your friends, your parents, your neighbor, the stranger you meet at the supermarket. Everyone around us can be a teacher. Because we all have something to give. And the questions we ask and the ideas we bring help us bring ourselves to a bigger, better whole. Now, when we archers take our bows and our arrows, and we try to learn how to hit that bullseye, when we try our best to be awesome, we as Jews have the Torah to inspire us. We have our rabbis, teachers, friends, each other to learn with and grow with. So this year, all of us, let's do our best to try to be awesome, to go out into our lives, to really work hard. Let me see if I can do this. To focus, to pay attention to use all that our tradition has to teach us, and maybe, just maybe, uh, <laughs> we'll fail again. <laughs> and you know what? When we do, it's okay. Because we keep learning, we keep trying, and eventually, we'll find ourselves back here in this room to continue learning and praying how we can become our best selves. So this year, go be awesome! And when you're not, and when you mess up, it's okay. Because we're going to keep trying together. So not so bad.